Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Sam. And welcome to Drooling Semantics. Oh, you caught me. Cup of tea, and yes, yes, I've got a, I've got a, 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 a working injury, Sam. A um, working which, injury. Yeah. Well, you see, <laughs> they, um, it was curtain call, and uh, we went to uh, we went to Dead Blackout, and uh, which there was no light. There's nothing. There wasn't even a blue glimmer, which you usually get to see where you are on stage. Yeah. So I ran my hand along the top rope of the of the boxing ring, found where I was, dipped into the ring, because we all take the curtain call standing in the boxing ring, yeah. and I caught my head, a glancing blow. I thought it was just the, 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 the rope, but actually it was the metal turnbuckle that stretches the ropes between the corners. So unbeknownst to me, I was I took the, the we took the um the curtain call on all four sides of the ring clapped the audience, stepped out of the ring and, and was standing in the wings. And it was like, crikey, Drew, you you know, and I went, have I? I didn't know, you know, didn't notice. So, didn't so let's notice, get this straight. But- you're, you're doing a show that's all about boxing, uh, where the guys have had to do some pretty serious choreography and a few shows in, and the only one that's got an injury is you, who doesn't actually have to box anyone. Who is the boxing trainer as well, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I, I probably get in and out of the ring a dozen times during the show. When the lights are on, turn the lights off, hopeless. But all is well. I'm absolutely fine. Oh, mate, uh, it, it, it's wonderful to see you, warts and all, or, or injuries and all. Yeah. Cheers to you. I, Dash I also all. noticed that you're not on, uh, you're not on the normal drawing semantics liquid. Well, it's it's uh, it's two show day today, so I'll be I'll be doing a matinee in a few hours time. So I'm on me I'm on the tea. I'm on the actors' tea, oh, well, and there's no, there's no well, there's well, nothing well. in it. No. Cheers, cheers to your tea, um, and cheers everyone cheers, at home. Man. Thank you for joining us, always. So I get I guess I was going to say how are things going? Um, painfully, by the sound of it, <laughs> injuring yourself. <laughs> no, no, all going well, I take. Yeah, no, everything's everything's going. Um, we we had a press night which went brilliantly, and we're now into you know well tucked into our second week. So uh, yeah, all going very very well, and it's still enjoying it. Um, audience response has been fabulous, which is really really heartening because it is all you know as we've said many times a Coventry based play, and the Coventry audiences um, and the Coventry Irish audiences are loving it. So yeah, boxes are being ticked. Oh, what about yourself? What have you been up to? So um, I, I've had, I, I tell you what, I've had a very interesting week, um, oh. uh, mainly due to the fact that I am back reviewing again. Uh, so I've had, um, obviously, due to the unwelcome guest, uh, not much was open over the last couple of years. So uh, opportunities to go and, and sit and uh, get my critique on were fairly uh sporadic rather than uh, rather than regular as they were previously um and i think i think i'm right in saying this is my first one of the year first one of 2022 wow. i can't remember i don't think i've been to to anything else this year that i've reviewed um i have been to the theater this year prior to now but but yes so at yeah. the start of this week uh, i ventured to the lovely milton Keynes theater 
to see um, a new play. I believe it's a new play, but it's based on uh, an older French play. Um, uh, a play called Catch Me If You Can, not to be confused with the film or the musical uh, of the same name, uh, film famous right. for having Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm going to sound stupid now. Is that the original? Is there a, Is there another? I, I might be getting confused. No, I no, no, I think I'm getting confused. I was thinking of the Thomas Crown Affair, which has had a, yes. a modern and a, yeah, no, but I'm pretty sure Catch yeah, Me If yeah. You Can is, is that one film, which phenomenal film. Brilliant, brilliant film. Brilliant, um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. This has got nothing to do with it. <laughs> this is a, this is a play, uh, but it's a fabulous uh, thriller, sort of like murder mystery kind of play. Very, very cleverly written, uh, wonderfully performed. Um, and the highlight, or it's not a highlight for me, but one of the one of the highlights for me was that I sat in my seat and I I tend not to look, if I don't know anything about a show, I tend to try and keep it that way. So I don't spoil, if it's a musical, I won't listen to the soundtrack beforehand if I can help it, or I won't, I mean, most of the time you have a vague idea of the story anyway, but I try and avoid reading too much to, to, so there are no spoilers. And so it's a, a fresh new perspective, particularly when I'm reviewing, because I don't want to go in there with with preconceptions or, or already biased in one way or another. Um, yeah. So I tend to uh, avoid reading through the program, but I will sometimes flick through if there's if there's a name I recognise and just go, oh, what? But but quite often in in the sort of plays and stuff, you don't want to know who's playing who because sometimes it can give names away. Um, but in this case, I just happened to to flick through, and a familiar face was staring back at me. Uh, and uh, for for long time, uh, drawing semantics listeners and viewers, uh, the name Paul Lavers uh, might ring a bell. He and his Excellent. wonderful wife Erin were on the show. Uh, it must have been season two, was it? I think it was two. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a good few months ago. Anyway, um, and yes, Mr. Lavers, Mr. Paul Lavers himself, was staring back at me from my program. Um, and what topped it off even more is he uh, he ha- he was playing a particular role or he was billed as playing a particular role, but he was also understudying a couple of others. And one of the roles he was understudying, I don't know whether the actor w- was unwell or unavailable or it was just his his day off or something. But so Paul had stepped up a couple of roles and uh, yeah, so I got to see him performing as a character they perhaps wouldn't normally have done. But he was amazing. Brilliant and, and truly, truly brilliant performance. Uh, had had yeah, the whole absolutely. audience laughing, as was appropriate for his character. Not other, yeah. That's good um, to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm talking myself into a corner now, aren't I? But no. So, so the show was fantastic. Really, really enjoyed it, and I thoroughly urge anyone uh, listening or watching us, if you do get an opportunity, and if it's near you, um, I think it closes today at Milton Keynes, but it's a tour, so it, I can't remember it's next. Yes. Um, but yes, so uh, so go and see Catch Me If You Can. Um, brilliant, brilliant play. Very, very well written. Very, very entertaining. So yeah, so that's what um, that's what I was doing. Um, anyone Good. Wants to read my review? Uh, it's on uh, Dress Circle Antics. Just Google Dress Circle Antics, and that's who I read. One of the companies I review for. Uh, but yeah, so so that was uh, that took up the the beginning of my week, and then other than that, a bit of prep work um, for some stuff that's coming up. Um, I've also had some some immersive dinner theatre again. I uh, have to say, I'm missing your face at these shows. We haven't done one together for ages because you're in bloody Coventry. 
So we yeah, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll soon I'll soon be back, mate. You're, yeah, sooner <laughs> than you think. <laughs> but yes, no. So so a lovely week, and and I suppose a top topped off to an extent with a with a an award worthy performance by the the wonderful Mister Labors. So uh, so yeah, no, it's it's been really good, mate. Excellent stuff. Do do I spot a small but perfectly formed segue there, Sam? Well, because. Um, yeah, there is, there is, because because we we had the wonderful Mr. Bibby on last week, mm. Mr. Dave Bibby as our as our guest, um, and folks, if you haven't haven't given him a listen, do give him a listen. He's a he's a lovely, funny, warm guy, but of course it it gave it. We, we missed an opportunity to talk uh-huh. about the huge, large, rumbling elephant that has <laughs> crashed across the room since um, since the recent Oscar ceremonies. Well, yes. Yes, um, and, uh, obviously th- th- there's no getting around it. it. It is everywhere and has been everywhere for a good couple of weeks now. Um, and I, I don't know. It's uh, there's almost part of me that would kind of go, "Well, we sh- we shouldn't talk about it because it's it's overdone." Um, mm. But we are actors. This podcast is about the performance industry, and uh, Mr. Smith. Mr. Will Smith is also an actor and said incident was at an award ceremony for performers. So it would probably be wrong of us not to touch on it a little, I guess. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's I mean, we are in the middle of, a, of awards season now, you know, yes. we've just had the Grammys um, and we've got, um, well, we've got the Olivier's coming up and then the Tony's after that. So Olivier's you know, it's, tomorrow, it's, it's, Olivier is tomorrow. Yes, they are. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, we are in the middle of that season. And I, uh, there's always um, discussions around this time, particularly amongst actors about, you know, are awards important? Um, if they are, what do they say about, you know, the profession um, and actors in, in, uh, in particular? Um, I mean, I heard a comment the other day about the, the, the Oscars and it was, it wasn't about, Will, which we'll get onto in a moment, but it was a guy saying, you know, what are award ceremonies and particularly the Oscars, but a group of millionaires getting together, patting themselves on the back and promoting more films to make them more millions, which if you're cynical about them, I guess it is what I'm looking at. Are they important? I don't know. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've only been nominated for one award and, and, um, that was for a, a, a Dublin play festival. Um, and I was quite, I loved the play so much um, that we did going up a, a, a two-hander. Um, and, and it was quite nice to have the play recognised because it was, it, was, it was an important play in an important situation. So that was nice. I didn't win. Um, it was nice to ha- sort of have a little nod to the performance. Um but I don't know, and I probably would be flattered. I don't know about yourself, Sam. I probably would be flattered to be given an award, but I don't do the job for that purpose. No. Um, I think well, I think anything anything you were involved in or anything you are proud of, to receive a commendation, to receive acknowledgement that you have done what you do well is always a pleasurable experience. It's, it's always mm. nice to know that other people think that what you're doing is good or, or worthy of recognition um as you say that's not why we do it um no of, of course to win an oscar 
or or for me to, to win a Tony or an Olivier at the actual what an incredible thing that would be. You, you're never going to say, no, nah, I don't want it. Because I don't want it. No, exactly. But, but you absolutely don't go into to any of this thinking, right, well, this is just for the plaudits. I mean, I, I say you as a generic. I mean, I, mm, yes, yes. I don't know anyone that has literally gone, right, well, I want worldwide recognition for, for being famous and being as I'm going to do this. Um, it, there is a part of it, and obviously there's, a, there's an egotistical side to, to it anyway, because to an extent, if you want people to be watching you, if you want to be the centre of attention, then surely you must enjoy that. But actually, on the flip side, we've talked about a few times before, sort of touched upon the the whole, I'm someone else. So you're not seeing me, you're seeing a character. So I'm almost hidden from that. So it's a weird combination of the two. Everyone yeah, look at yeah. me, but don't look at me. Like, but don't it, look at me. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, look at me being someone else. And yeah, it, it, it is a weird, I mean, we're in a weird vocation. We've known mm. that from the start and we, we've mentioned it before. But yes, it would be wonderful to win an award. I too have only ever been nominated for one award. Uh, I also didn't win. Um, it was a, it was a international web film award or, or something like that. Um, and I'm probably completely wrong, but I'm sure I read that the year I didn't win it is because Ralph Little won it. So, I mean, to be beaten by by such a talent, well, yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lovely to be nominated. Um, the, the the production I was in, actually, I believe, um, Jos, we had Jos on the show a little while ago as well, Jos Norris, mm. a brilliant comedian and actor. And he was also nominated for the same thing. I was nominated as, um, I think it was, leading male in a comedy role uh, and he was supporting male in a comedy role and he won um and and joss is hugely talented so so yeah we, we both had a good a good time because we, we were nominated for these awards um and i've been part of short films and other things that have also been nominated not me personally but the productions and it is lovely to win stuff um mm. if, if, even if you're not particularly connected I, I did an amazing short film uh that won an award for best soundscape uh, in a in a like um, like a, a film show awards ceremony thing, that's not going to do with me. But I was part of the, show, the the film, so yeah, that's great. Yeah. But yes, as you say, it you can understand why people might say, oh yeah, it's just just the wealthy patting themselves on the back and commending them on each other on getting more wealthy and doing it well, sort of thing. But but I think the more and more time progresses, the more these award ceremonies are opening up to, to new things. Um, and they are becoming, they're casting their net wider. I think. Um, I think politically they've had to, um, had to wise up, um, you know, the, the, the whole sort of, you know, representation of, of, uh, ethnicity, of gender, um, new writing, new formats like Amazon and uh, Netflix. Um, I think all that, you know, it, it has been a little bit, um, not insular, but the, but the, the, the platforms and the people contributing are wider and broader and need to be, um, seem to be doing good work. So I think to have, you know, I mean, this year, you know, Jane Campion uh, was 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 you know best director. Um, she's been a wonderful director for many many years. But I think 
some of her her films may be ignored because she was a woman. You could be you could argue that, but she was recognised. We and you know and um, what's her name? Um, I've got it written down. Yeah, uh, Ariana Rosa. Well, for West Side Story, you know, Hispanic, you know, mixed race or whatever. She was she was recognised, and it's like okay, p- people are wising up, and um, and I think that's a good thing. I think also going back to what you're saying. If someone says, you know, oh, I saw that film, it was brilliant, um, and then it wins an award or something, you know, they go, oh, you know, you know, Joe Bloggs and and whoever paying their money to go to the cinema um, or you know Netflix or whatever paying their subscription to see a film that they really enjoyed and they judge to be good, to be recognised as good, then they're going to come back. They're going to go, yeah, I've got, I've you know, I've got a little say in this, you know. Um, I mean, the Oscars are not voted for by the public. No. Um, you know, it's it's the Academy. So going back, going, we, you know, we, we we've kind of come out on saying they're a good they're a good thing, right? You know, they're never going to be a bad thing. Do you think the actions of Will Smith? Do you think it's hard? I mean, regardless of what he did, do you think he's harmed the Institute of the Oscars? Or I, th- I think you're in a we're in a very different very different world uh this modern world looks at things very differently and it's a difficult position to be able to to make a real judgment call on the scenario right so i will say outwardly i do not condone violence um and there are always better ways of dealing with situations also the Oscars and other ceremonies like it are very famous for presenters, hosts, deliberately touching that blue light paper, like set, stepping over lines. I mean, Ricky Gervais is, is it famous for being so controversial. And so you should be prepared for certain things. Um, however, should there be a line? Absolutely. Mm. Where is it? That's that's the the vague. That's difficult, isn't it? Essentially, what happened? Um, obviously, everyone has seen it. I imagine as yeah. watching it hasn't seen it. But to, to summarise for for discussion uh, purposes, Chris Rock told a joke about Will Smith's wife, which highlighted a medical condition that is out of her control. And is not something that should be found to be funny. That's not something that has never happened before, obviously. Um, the interesting thing, and and I, I obviously read a few bits and pieces about it, and you have to be very careful because media will go whichever way they want and will we'll blow things up. But it is a fact that a few years ago, I think possibly 2016, around that sort of time, Chris Rock had a joke or or told a joke or said something again at the expense of Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith's wife. So it's not the first time he's picked on her. Again, Mm. I'm not not making excuses for anything here. Um, So that's something to take into account. Um, He basically said, I think he, he highlighted the fact that she wasn't there. They'd boycotted the Oscars, I think, I think it was the Oscars again. They boycotted them because of the lack of diversity in the nominations. 
and he said something to the tune of um uh her not being here is something he, he compared it with him sleeping with rihanna i think he said and it's like yeah some something yes there was you're some not there but it's not not by your choice it's because no one wants you there sort of thing um yeah. so it was it was again quite harsh um so I mean, time has passed between those things, but it is something to perhaps take into account. Again, not condoning violence or whatever, but it's not the first time that Chris Rock has has had a poke at, excuse the terminology. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Has had a go uh, or has had a laugh of Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, other things to take into account, and I'm not really, all I'm doing now is just, just throwing random things out there, but watching the video back, um, Will Smith laughs at, at the comment initially, and then I think he must clock a look from Jada, or, or is she, I don't know, but something then makes him so incensed that obviously he he felt the need to go up and attack Chris Rock. I mean, Chris attack Rock. is too strong, actually. I think he 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 slapped him. Um, and and this is where I, there there are so many things. I mean, people have said to me like I've I've heard both sides of the story. Was it real? Was it staged? I mean, if it was staged, to what benefit? Um, are they trying yeah. to focus off something else? I mean, but but if it was real, also if Will Smith was that incensed, Will Smith is a big bloke, and I don't know about you, but at no point have I never felt angry and slapped someone. If I felt really angry, and it hasn't happened many times in my life, but if, if I've been in a scenario, like you throw a punch, surely. Like if if you're gonna if you want to do some damage to someone, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not criticizing and saying, oh, this is wrong because Will Smith should have decked him. But, punched him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no blood, it doesn't count. Um, but I don't know, it's just it's just a very weird scenario. And I've gone again. We've gone around the houses to get to the point, but the, the question you were essentially asking is: Has Will Smith done damage to the Oscars, or on a more on a broader term, awards ceremonies? And also, what damage has he done to himself, and what repercussions should there be? I think that that is obviously the main the main. Discussion. Yeah, yeah. He has obviously lost a lot of support now because of his actions people do not accept it do not think it was warranted in any way on the flip side he's had a lot of support people saying he was standing up for his wife um that is a good thing you should always support your partner whatever others have said it's a bad thing she can fight her own battles i mean you are always going to get contrasting views and people yeah different ways I think the big question, and I actually have an opinion on this one rather than sitting on the fence like I've done with most of this stuff. Um, the big question is people are saying, should he lose his Oscar? Because ironically, the day he got up and slapped someone and, and made Oscars history was the day he won his first Oscar. He's been nominated four times, I think, three times. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Ali, uh, the Muhammad Ali film, um, and. Was he nominated for Independence Day? I, you know, it just come to my mind whether he's... I, I can't remember, but, I mean, yeah. He, I think he's got irony nominations. That or it, it yeah. could well have been The Pursuit of Happiness, actually. 
I can't remember. Either way, he's no. been nominated a couple of times. He's never won an Oscar before. And then he goes and wins the Oscar for uh, for King Richard, the film King about the, the Williams sisters, isn't it? Um, and their father, yeah. So I've I've said all these things, and what I'm going to do now is chicken out and ask you to go first. Uh, where do you stand, Drew? <laughs> um, I don't think... I don't think the Oscars will suffer because of it. Um, they don't need, I mean, we're, what was it, 94, 95 um, years they've been going now. They are, they are a, a, a respected institution. Um, yes, there have been controversies uh, and controversies over the years. I think they're addressing those, as I said before, widening the, the, the awards net. Um, I don't condone violence. Um, I, don't, I don't think what he did... Um, had to be done. Um, it, yes, I'm sure Jada uh, is able to to um, to stand up for herself. Did he react um, instinctively? Did he just look at her and go, "She's her. I'm going to do something about this"? We just talked about that. I I don't I don't know. Don't know. I, I'm not in the man's head. Repercussions. I don't think he should lose his Oscar. He has left the Academy which means he can never win another one. Um, Does it, so, I thought, now, and please correct me if I'm wrong, I thought that was not the case. I thought leaving the Academy means you can't vote anymore. Oh, because right, then I stand I don't corrected. Think you have to be, I, and I could be wrong, but I don't think you have to be a member of the Academy to win an award. You may very well be right. You may very well be right. All, all these that. new yeah. new winners that have never sort of like it's their debut. That's very, that's, they won't necessarily be part of the academy, will they? That's very very true. No, I, I, but I mean, I don't think he'll ever be nominated again or win one again after this. It's it's. I think he's probably you know blotted his copybook unless he does something staggering and then they open their hearts and welcome Will Smith back. In which case, that just makes the Oscars look better again. Yeah. I mean, it, it, there's, a, there's a case in point. I mean, a couple of cases in point. I mean, Roman Polanski and Harvey Weinstein, for yeah. all their... Um, we don't have to go into what they did, their, their, yeah. their, their yeah. misconduct. Um, they've not been asked to return their Oscars. They haven't been stripped of their Oscars. Um, and given, you know, that what happened with Harvey Weinstein and the Me Too, et cetera, et cetera, that is something that they could have done retrospectively can you clean up the uh, reputation? I don't know, you know. Um, but I don't think he should lose it. I think he's lost. Um, it's like you say, it's a fifty-fifty. Yeah. He's lost a little bit of, re- of, of of a little bit of his reputation. Then again, you know, in some some fields, you know, like you say, a, a, a guy standing up for his wife, um, he's, he may have gained some respect. Um, he may well, as some, I heard somebody say. She's quite capable of standing up for herself. He may have done some harm to, to you know, um, women's rights and, and the strength of, of, of women. Um, I mean, it's not it's not the first time there's been a, a huge controversy at the Oscars concerning you know, a man and a woman. No, do so, you know, this, is, um, this is interesting because I, th- I think I know what you're going to talk about. And, and I... I... I, I don't really know the ins and outs, and I'm hoping you'll be able to explain. But but what I will say is people have made and said this is the most outrageous thing to ever happen at the Oscars. It, it, it's this Will Smith thing. When actually, mm. if, if you're about to talk about what I think you're about to talk about, John, John Wayne, is that right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Then 
this pales in comparison. So it, it's a bit it, of a it yeah. kind of does. I mean, it was it was. I mean, some people may may know the story of, of um, 1973. Marlon Brando was um, he won Best Actor for The Godfather, mm. and he famously. Um, refused his uh his oscar and sent um a native american indian woman to um receive it to, to refuse it on his behalf mm. um and they met a day before the oscar ceremony and he wrote an eight-page speech that's um <laughs> yes i mean and you're given a minute you know you're not yeah. going to get eight pages Read out in a minute. fast <laughs> yes and she was basically she was um uh, an activist Shaheen Littlefeather, and she was 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 basically um, protesting and raising awareness of the treatment of Native Americans uh, in the film and TV. Native Americans in the film and TV industry. Mm. And Marlon Brando wrote this um, this eight page speech cool. in support. And I bet it was incredible. If, if I, I bet it was amazing. Exists if you can find a copy of it, God, if you can find that. But yeah, so basically he said, you, you can have that moment, reject my Oscar uh, in support of you and you've got a platform. Mm-hmm. And it was during that speech, during her, uh, and she went on in um, in traditional uh, Native Indian, um, I won't say costume, but clothing, garb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And standing in the wings was John Wayne, who it could be said is, is famous for killing more Native Americans in his films than anyone else. Yeah, thank but you for he, adding in his films. Just, just because, because. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll clear that. But he he was incensed by her appearance. Um, it is said he was also incensed that someone should refuse an Oscar, but that's 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 hearsay. But in in he was about to storm the stage and remove her from the stage, and held to had to be held back famously restrained by six security guards. Um, so she left the stage. He was still protesting. Mm. Uh, she, behind the scenes, um, she was um, barracked, booed. There were famously uh, tomahawk um, gestures made and woo, 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 all this. So, you know, she was, you know, racially abused. Half the audience cheered half the audience, I've been talking about the Oscars audience, half them cheered, half them booed. So there was a whole, but it it was a huge thing. It had, you know, gender issues, racial issues, um, treatment of workers in films. Um, John Wayne obviously felt slighted. Marlon Brando refused his Oscar. So there was a whole thing. It was a big, big moment. Did it harm the Oscars? No, because that was 1973 and it's 2022 and we're still here. Um, Arguably, John Wayne and Marlon Brando were probably two of the biggest stars in Hollywood at that time. They were at loggerheads politically because um, I think John Wayne was famously very, very conservative, very right wing. Marlon Brando was a, was a, a libertarian, so politically they stood at polar opposites. Did it? Did it do anybody any harm? Actually, in the end, probably only. Um, Shane Littlefeather, because she she wanted to 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 uh, have a film and TV career, um, and she ended up working as a nutritionist, I think, really? um, or a, a chemist or something. Yes, so she actually, the, the, I mean, Marlon Brando wasn't harmed. John Wayne wasn't particularly. Um, the only person that really came out of it 
look, uh, you know, losing anything was her. So maybe in this instance, if you equate the two, maybe the only person coming out of this that's harmed himself is Will Smith. Certainly, he's not done Chris Rock any harm. Certainly, Jade has not been harmed, and the Oscars haven't. You know, well, no, see, so maybe that is. Um, and it's, I, I, I couldn't. Uh, there are bits of me that think it doesn't add up. Just, why did it happen? Like it, some things there just yeah. don't make sense in the storyline, and there are bits that say. There is no way this can have been faked or orchestrated because to what end? It's only caused negativity. But actually, as you say, when you think about it, the only person realistically that has received particular negativity is Will Smith, which he has brought upon himself, if that is the case. If that's the case, yeah. The the Oscars will not suffer. They will still go ahead. Um, Mm. If anything, and put my controversial cap on, uh, it's just given more exposure to the Oscars. Um, so maybe it will gain more publicity. Not that it needed it, but but certainly it, it's huge in the States, and I don't think it's followed quite so much over here, but perhaps it will be now because of that. Uh, Chris Rock, as you say, has... Yes, he got slapped in front of people. Was he humiliated? Probably not, because actually people probably not. Died. And hmm. again, it's not something that really needs taking into consideration. But I did read that he sold more tickets to his stand-up show the day after the Oscars than he did in the months prior to that. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, talking of ticket sales, do you? I, I wonder. I mean, I know King Richard's been out for some time, and it was a great film, um, great subject. I wonder if going forward whether that will be tainted with that that memory of it of its you know its male lead is is you know winning best. Do you know what I mean? Whether that will be remembered as as I don't I don't know whether it's affected sales. Probably not because it's been out for quite some time. So I, I wonder if it'll be a 50-50. I wonder if some people will deliberately boycott it, like ever watching it, or because because of what Will Smith did. Because, I wonder if it will drive yeah. some people to watch it and go. What did he do that was so incredible that allowed him to keep an Oscar or to win an Oscar despite fighting someone on stage? Um, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, I, I, I uh, current uh, affairs uh, withstanding, I think Will Smith is a phenomenal actor. I think his, his range and his ability are incredible, and I've always been a big fan of his. Mm. Uh, I do not condone what he's done, but I will stand by you and say no he shouldn't lose his oscar because that that is an award for an achievement that is not connected to to how he behaved i mean it's it's recognizing something he'd done before um again i've talked myself into a corner i can't really just i just don't i don't think he should lose it but when (laughs) And it's not about comparing and it's not about, well, she did this, he did this, blah, blah, blah. But as you say, Weinstein and and, and Polanski, like, that, that is, <laughs> there is no getting around it, what they did. Mm. I mean, they, they, well, they are paying the price for it. And yeah. Will Smith <laughs> is not being criminally charged i believe because chris rock did not want to press charges which is absolutely his decision to make and and no one else's i guess the only other thing is does it does it give a bad 
uh, does it leave a bad taste in that um will comedians now feel less safe because people think they can get up on a stage and and whack a comedian who says something they don't like i'm not sure people will see will smith's actions as as an opportunity to go right i'll do the same um no no me either uh i mean there is there is also the the question of i mean again it doesn't legitimize what um chris rock says or, or or ricky gervais but if you put those people in that position i mean i understand that you know ricky gervais doesn't have to submit a script he just they, wow. they, let, they let him go for it. Yeah. Which if you're going to do that, um, but it does, you know, and you pretty much know what you're going to get. I mean, but it does bring into context a little something that uh, somebody said that I, um, I was on so, somewhere on social media, somebody says this whole business of roasting people of having of legitimately having a go and you have to sit there and take it or you, you have a, you know, a, a battle. Is that really something you know, the, I don't know. I don't know whether it's necessary, <laughs> you know. I don't know whether whether we need a public a public platform for one person just sits there and, you know, rips the shit out of someone or takes a piss out of somebody. And whether they're right or not, and whether it's, you know, whether the other person sits there and goes, <laughs> I can take it. Mm. You know, I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a particular thing now. And, and, you know, I don't find it, but I don't actually find it humorous. I mean, I watch... Ricky Gervais, I watched you know back over uh, on on um, on a couple of platforms and gone, you know, hmm. wow, you said that, and it was more shock than you know. And then they think, I well, think, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. It's, I think sh- shock comedians exist. Um, famously in yeah. the UK, you've got uh, Jimmy Carr and Frankie Boyle to name a couple who say things yeah. that are deliberately controversial and make create those intakes of breath and that. Did he actually just say that? Um, but they are performing those styles of comedy to people who have chosen to watch them. So people yeah. know what they are like. They they have they have consciously decided when it comes to hosting awards ceremonies. People are watching it for the awards ceremony more often than not. I'm not saying that people don't go, well, this person's presenting or hosting, so I want to watch it. That that It's yeah. like going to a gig because you like the support band. It happens, but it's not the, it's not the common sort of not feel. The, the, the sole purpose. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's normally the minority that are doing that. So should it, should things be toned down when people are not given an option as to whether they want to hear these things potentially. Yeah. Um, I, I think, but, but then I you're think talking about this will. imaginary line and, and where do you cross and where do you not? So, yeah. yeah. I think there will be a natural toning down of things. Now. I think people will go, all right, we've, you know, let's, let's take the chance of controversy out of it. Let's mm. go back to being pleasant to each other. The odd little gag. I mean, you know, people have made jokes about, um, you know, each other over the years. And I think they've just escalated now because you can get away with things. Mm. So the more people have got away with, the more the, the odds have been heightened, if you like, you know, and, and probably Ricky Gervais has taken it as far as it needs to go. Um, and we yeah. can come down from that now. You know, there, there have been, I mean, Bob Hope was, a, was you know, used to yeah. pr- present the, the Oscars a lot. Um, who's the guy from Harry Met Sally? What's the, I can't remember his name. 
Oh, the actor. Terrible. Great actor. But he presented a few, and he used to have a little dig at people. And, mm. and you know, Stephen Fry has, uh, you know, presented the Olivier's over here and BAFTAs and things, and very gently and, and wittily had a little dig at people. And I think that's fine. I think now we've gone, all right, that's it. That's probably top of the rainbow. You know, that, that, the top of the mountain, mm. that's it. It's not going to happen anymore. Um, we'll no, agreed, agreed. If that's the case, um, great. Yeah. I do think we have to be careful about censorship and, and freedom of speech. I think, obviously, yeah. it can go too far either way. But almost back to what I said very early on in, in, in the show, um, we live in a very new world, a very different world. Um, quite often you have to be careful about things you say because things can be misconstrued, mm. things can be taken in the wrong way. We sadly do have the... I'm offended brigade and I'm not trying to upset or offend anyone ironically, but there are people out there who like to be offended on behalf of others and like to almost yeah, kind of yeah. find something to be offended by in something that was never meant in that way. Again, thankfully they are the minority. I think if we can find a happy medium somewhere, then that'd be great for everyone. And I think people do have to remember that if a shock comedian who makes their career on doing those things says something that you don't like if you're at their gig it's kind of more your fault than theirs mm. on the flip side yeah. those kinds of people who try and host or present in those ways do need to take it into account that they are there because they've been invited they are in a privileged position and not everyone is going to necessarily agree with their views and opinions so maybe tone them down a bit yeah and yeah yeah. Just to, to to quantify that I'm not defending, people also need to know that if someone says something you don't like, you can't go and whack them. <laughs> so yeah, you can't go and whack them. There are ways no. of dealing with things. Um uh and we will never know the full story behind things. We will never know if if it was partially a stunt. We will we will never know what has fully gone on. Um but what we do know is that we probably talked about it enough being that yeah. a couple of weeks <laughs> yes. ago. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah, and yeah. I, because of that, I am going to introduce very briefly, because I know you've got to go and get ready um, because you're off yeah. to, to your matinee. Showtime. Um, I'm going to introduce a very brief new subject, uh, which is known only as season five. Because, Drew, this is our last just sort of a it is. normal episode of season four where's the time gone yeah i don't know buddy and it's been a it's been an odd one isn't it because you, you we've been here there and everywhere be at home you've been in uh in norwich i've been here so you know we've got we've got about a little bit of this on this this uh this season so. we, yeah i mean we, we've managed to do a little bit of, of out and about but mainly it's been us that have been out but still podcasting yeah. in the same way so but i think i think we've had as always, some incredible guests this season, um, which which means that we've got a brilliant, brilliant best of guests coming up. Uh, I'm I'm so looking forward to going through those clips with you and and yeah, that'd be good fun. Favorites, um, some real, real quality stuff. Some amazing guests. We've been very lucky yet again, and I have to say we are very lucky because they're not all set in stone and we've not got it fully planned out yet. But we do have some people waiting in the wings uh ready in for the wings five and uh the, oh some real real 
top notch guests coming up. I cannot wait yeah. for next season. We really spoil people, Sam. We really we spoil people. It's we great fun. Um, and actually, we're a little bit spoiled ourselves because we get to talk to these we are. amazing we are. people as yeah. well. Um, so, yeah, I am hugely excited for next season. Uh, and I guess on that note, we have to say to everyone, thank you so, so very much for continuing to to tune in, to listen to us, to watch us each week. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Without without you you people at home or on the road or wherever you happen to be uh, joining us, without you, we, we wouldn't be able to keep doing this. Um, that said, obviously, please do keep sharing and, and inviting more people to the Drawing Semantics family. Um, we do we do want more listeners and, and, and viewers. I mean, the more Absolutely. people there are, the more we can bring you, um, the, the more elaborate we can get and the better guests we can have on. Not that we've had to struggle there so far because they have been incredible. But yeah, we just we just want to keep growing. We want to keep upping the ante. Um, and knowing what we've got to talk about next season already sort of booked in and the people that are coming, um, it's only going to get better. Bigger and better, my friend. Bigger and better. Bigger yeah. and better. So I shall raise the the very remainder of my beer because uh, oh, I shall raise my my mug, yeah. my spotty mug. Uh, cheers to season four. It's been a cracker. Thank you, Drew. Cheers, uh, thank fun. you, everyone at home. Uh, cheers to the upcoming season five. But more pressing than that, cheers to best of guests and best of us. The next two episodes we've got coming. Next two apps. You do not want to miss, ladies and gents, because there are going to be some amazing memories. Uh, and for anyone who's fairly new, come along, see what we've been up to, check out what we uh, what we bring to the table each week, and uh, hopefully that'll make you want to stay. But for now, Drew, have a couple of good shows, mate. Break some legs. Thank you. Don't no, literally, I know you're, you're scarred already, so don't do that. But uh, other than that, I'll see you next week. See you next week. Cheers, everyone. See you later. Cheers, bye. bye. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Drooling Semantics. Please make sure you subscribe to be notified every time a new episode is released. We're available on all good platforms or directly through our RSS feed. Don't forget to follow us on social media and you can even watch us on YouTube. All our links and handles are in the podcast details. We love welcoming new followers and subscribers, so why not share with your family and friends so they can join in too. Thanks very much. See you next time. (laughs) 